0: So you're the 17th roof at the door, the 20th, the 25th, and the homeowner, they're not shy about letting you know this simple fact. And here you are trying to make an honest living and serve people and you're getting rejected. And you're wondering, well, how in the world can I break through? Well, in this video, I'm going to be teaching you three very simple approaches to help build your confidence and give you tactical strategies you can use in the field right away because storm season is firing up. And this video was in fact inspired by two folks this week alone. First was Josh. I ran a private training for Josh and his company and after the training he shoots me this email he says hey what is your canvassing approach when people are tired of roofers near the 20th guy to come by that day the next one came in from uh, Brandon, and Brandon says, hey, um, I had a customer tell me I was a 17th roofer to knock on their door, and anyways, if I can get them to talk to me most of the time, I can slowly win them over because of what we offer and just pure honesty. But how, do you have any advice on how to handle this situation? And I sure do. And before we get into it, I just wanna welcome you here. Again, my name is Adam Bensman, the roof strategist, and everything I do here in these videos, on the podcast, in my product, services, programs, and one-on-one work, like I did with Josh and his team, Are designed to help you and your team develop personal sales strategies to smash your income goal. Because that's what this roofing industry is all about. We all come into it from the same reason, almost rock bottom, so to speak, right? We're looking for a change. We want to make a new life for ourselves, owners. You want to create life changing opportunities. And in order to do that, we need to be confident and have the sales skills and abilities to bring it to life. So thanks for joining me. And if you're new, click that subscribe button and the bell so you don't miss a thing. Now, if you've been told that you've been the 17th roofer, 20th roofer at the door, we need to first realize what's going on in our own head. And we're thinking to ourselves, hey, is it really worth it? You know, will I ever get them to talk to me? Oh, I feel sleazy since they just told me I'm the the 20th roofer there. Well, guess what? Newsflash. You're not the only one thinking this. And the reality is these are false beliefs. This is a destructive thought process that is keeping you from getting out there. Everybody's facing the same thing. You know, I'm in a really unique position here running this channel because I work with sales reps across the US, even Canada. I work with owners, I run private trainings, and through this I've seen that everybody, you are not alone. Everybody's having the same struggle. So my goal is to help you overcome this with these 3 approaches. And the reality is you will. When you apply these, it's not a you can. When you put your mind to it, you use these simple approaches, you will break through and start conversations at the door that lead to sales. Will it be a little harder? You bet. Can you do it? You can You use these approaches and you will. So all you need to do is break through the noise and do something different, okay? And how do we do that? First, we we have to, step one, okay, remind ourselves that the fundamentals don't change. The SLAP formula that I teach works for any and every scenario out there as a super quick refresher s say hi and break the ice hey my name's adam you can skip your company name at times i use it interchangeably it doesn't really matter people see the logos they know who you are don't sweat it okay break the say hi break the ice hey adam here Uh, by the way beautiful boat in the driveway beautiful rose garden beautiful vegetable garden packer fan me too whatever the thing is that you see break the ice compliment them l let them know why you're there hey reason i'm stopping by today i've been speaking with some of the folks uh your neighbors here on lexington okay so again letting them know why you're there and making it really familiar to their neighborhood a ask an open-ended question since this video is relevant to storms i'm going to give you three open-ended questions to ask you can use these at any point in the process how has the process been for you where are you at in the process what did your insurance company say when they came out those are three open-ended questions my favorite is how has the process been for you or where are you in the process? This requires them to think, okay? Then you can present to their answer. Now, you'll need to adapt the slap because a homeowner might interject and tell you, hey, you're the 17th roofer here, you're the 20th roofer here. Well, this formula is designed to do what, again? To start a conversation. I'm gonna repeat, start a conversation. If your pitch is going in for the kill the kill meaning asking for the inspection with an ask out of the gate stop right this minute okay your goal is to start a conversation because that homeowner has at this point after you're the 17th through for the door they feel like there is a bullseye on their back and they are a target and a prey similar to facebook I want you to think of this, have you ever been on Facebook, you joined a group or something, and all of a sudden you're bombarded with private messages and DMs and make money online and I'm a Bitcoin trader and a Forex trader, you're looking for part-time work, hey, do you need roofing leads? Like it is out of this world and that resistance you feel is what your homeowners feel, which creates an easy opportunity for us to break the noise and do something different. And that's gonna lead us right into step one right here. Our first approach is we wanna tell the homeowner what they've probably experienced because you are one of the elite. You're watching a channel to help you or listening to the podcast to help you differentiate yourself, do something different than everyone else. Now, if your pitch, in most companies pitch, it is a word vomit. I get people sending me their pitch all the time. Adam, I was trained this way, it is not working. I was on the phone with a gentleman, okay? He says, hey Adam, here was my pitch. I almost fell asleep. And I said, can I give you some advice? Keep it short, start a conversation. And it was like this, hey, my name's so-and-so at this roofing company and I'm in the neighborhood today helping homeowners find out how bad the roof was damaged and I'm gonna jump up there and do an inspection and then if there's damage, I'm gonna have you sign this contingency agreement and then we're gonna go ahead and do the work for you for just the price you're deductible. Can I hop up on And then it just keeps going and going. And that was the short version. So if we know that everybody's going in for the kill, we're vomiting just like, it's almost like, the, like a kid that, kid on Christmas, right? They just they can't contain their excitement. And that's how so many new sales people get and people who get rattled, people who are just nervous walking up the door. And there's another gentleman I talked to. His name was James. And I was talking with him and his company about joining the sales team plan. James joined the call. Usually it's just me and the owner. And he joined the call because he relayed to the owner his success using the slap formula. His words to me were Adam. I used to get so worried about what I was going to say at the door that I would tremble. I'd stutter. I'd shake. I wouldn't know what to say. And all of a sudden he just switched to that slap formula and it started conversations and it was natural instead of going in for the kill and asking for the inspection. So approach number one is telling the homeowner what they've experienced like this. Hey, Mr. Homeowner, you know, totally understand. You're a little frustrated that your door's been beat on because let me guess, you get people showing up roofers, They wanna inspect your roof before they even have a conversation. They want you to sign some piece of paper and then they're gonna tell you they're they're gonna do your roof. Does that sound about right? So when you tell them this, they're like, well, yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Now, you can simply, you're what? You're in conversation if they respond. Say, listen, I recognize that you've been bombarded by lots of people who are pushing sales on you. I have no idea if I can help you, but that's why I'm here, all right? There are some homes in the neighborhood who've been damaged worse than others. All I'm asking to do is to help you figure out what your next best steps are, whether you work with me or someone else. All right, so again, when we tell them what they've experienced, you know what every other roofer is. It's the canned pitch, free inspection, do your roof for what the insurance company says. I'll help you file the claim. It is like all too soon. It's almost like they're taking the end of the presentation, what you're gonna do at the kitchen table and putting it in on the first date, which again, the analogy I like to use is if you went out and you're sitting at a bar and you see a beautiful person at the bar, man, woman, whatever it is that you date. And then you go up and you say, hey, you are very beautiful. What I would like to do is buy you a drink, then offer to buy you another one. Then let's have a little bit of a conversation. I'm gonna invite you back to my place. And uh, you know, within five or 10 minutes of getting into my home, I'd like to undress you fully, walk you into my bedroom and let's do our thing together. How does that sound? Okay, if you're cringing right now the way I am from even saying that that's what those homeowners are feeling like it is vile and Disgusting sales and marketing are like dating. We must start a conversation build rapport Trust confidence then advance the dialogue as we go So when you can tell the homeowner what they've experienced from all these other in my opinion sleazy tactless and ineffective pitches at the door They might start to do what? develop some trust and rapport with you. Like, yeah, say, listen, I'm just here to find out how I can help. Here's the other thing. When you use that approach saying, I'm going to hop up there, show you exactly what I find. I'll walk you through your next steps. Two things. You be the judge. Okay. You be the judge, write that one down. And I'll walk you through the next steps, whether you decide to work with me or someone else. What does that do? It puts their guard down, makes them feel comfortable, and it gives them the illusion of control. Because guess what? They are in control. So it's part illusion, but it's also the fact that you're not being pushy. When you educate them on those options, you have their full attention because they don't feel like they're being pushed to work with you. So at that point, you can then say, you know what? All right. Okay, cool. This guy's not pushing it. But when you explain all those options, who's their first choice? It's going to be you. All right. This is a tactic, by the way, used in negotiations. My former neighbor, All right. She was a police negotiator by trade. And we had some issues with the house next door. Her parents bought it, turned it into a vacation rental. And it was right outside our bedroom window where there'd be partiers drinking till two in the morning. And I was irate. And I finally talked with her. Her name was Karen. I said, Karen, listen, I can't do this anymore. This is driving me nuts. And you know what she said to me? She said, Adam, tell you what, we'd love to help. I want to put a shed on the property and I think it'd be best probably between the the hot tub where people are partying and, and your bedroom window. Where do you think it should go? So as I'm responding it wasn't till after I was like Karen. That was good police negotiator skill She gave me the illusion of control that shed was going up whether or not I dictated it and she knew exactly where it would be But the fact that I was participating in that answer gave me the illusion of control and helped me build trust with her And you know what it was fine. She ended up solving it But my point is this tactic works this tactic works very well So you break the ice by telling them what they've experienced you invite your solution I'm going to take these photos show you what I find you be the judge I'll walk you through next steps whether you work with me or someone else Now step one. Remember we must build on a step step one is what get up on that roof Step two show them what you find step three get to that kitchen table step four present that ask for You can't you can't skip steps and that's what people are doing So that's approach number one approach number two use humor don't be afraid to try new things That's the beauty of it So on that sales training with Josh's team, the first uh, email I showed you, there was a gentleman that chimed in, and he goes, you know what, I've tried this, and guess what, I hadn't thought of it, He did why because he's in the field every day in that market in that exact scenario He's like I've been doing this and it worked then later on through the training. We had another objection another sales rep pipes in Hey, this is working. I've been trying this and I'm like, you know what? This is great because 15 eyes 15 sets of experience are better than one and every market is a little different and you know What's interesting humor because you have to adjust on the fly works well to put people's guard down If someone says to you you're the 17th through for here you look around be like oh, only 17, I was expecting to be number 52. I'm glad I beat my, my anticipated uh, number there, right? So just use some humor. Or 15, 17th, 20th, well, glad I wasn't the 100th, right? So use some sort of humor. Say, oh man, with how many uh, trucks I saw cruising around, I'm surprised I was only number 20 and I can help you put an end to that, right? And that would be some humor if they end up choosing you and there's a yard sign staked. So at any rate, that approach of using humor can really help. Now, one little advanced thing on this, which I've been experimenting with some other folks and I've heard some real world results of this working, is when you sign that contingency agreement, keep a no soliciting sign. So when you do stake that yard sign and you get it set up, and you do win the business, you can give the homeowner a no soliciting sign to put up and let them know that other people in the industry might try to snake business away and make all these claims and promises and to avoid the deductible eating fraudulent claims and all that stuff. So that can help you, by the way, with the humor side. So if you do wanna say, hey, I'm the 17th, thought I was the 25th, and I can help you stop that right now. Bring that no soliciting sign with you and bring it up after you get to the point of winning their business. So that's approach number two is to use some humor. All right, number three, um, in the battle pack, and by the way, I've done a video on this. You don't need to buy mine. Of course, mine are available. They've been tested, proven, they're guaranteed. Money back guarantee, 30 days, try and test them for yourself. One of the letters in the battle pack is "Tired of roofers at your door. If you wanna write your own, I've done a video called The Five Essentials of Successful Direct Mail, and I break down how and why I build the letters the way I do. It is psychology. I have experience in direct response copywriting using direct mail and other direct sales channels, and I understand the dialogue that's happening in that customer's mind and how we can join it and progress them down that letter to calling you. So you can leave this letter at the door, plain paper, like I've showed you in the past, folded up with their address written on it with a note that says, you know, stopped by or a note on the back, didn't wanna knock, dot, dot, dot. Um, that can be left at the door. You can fold it so they have to open it. You can use blue painter's tape at the door, but it stands out because everyone else, again, you said breakthrough, do something different. Everyone else is leaving those door hangers, right? That are designed on glossy paper, designed to hang on a door, and what's the first thing a homeowner thinks when they see it? It screams, I'm marketing material, buy for me. And guess what? You're one of the other 18 roofers that left the same looking thing. So do something different. Okay, you can also send it in the mail. I've done another playlist on that, an entire playlist on using personalized, targeted direct mail, okay? When you have the right list, the right approach, you hand write them and you work the system of following up, this can be really, really effective because the headline is, are you tired of roofers at your door? And then the first line, by the way, is knock, knock, no one's there because I respect your privacy and didn't knock on your door. So you can use this if no one's home, by the way. Think of this like as your back pocket or send it in the mail if for any reason that neighborhood is just so penetrated There are times, by the way, and I have seen this, that that neighborhood has been worked to death. I mean, it is like, The the homeowners have practically put up steel bars over their doors and windows because of it. And this letter becomes very, very effective, and you may wish to layer in cold calling. I did a few videos and a playlist on cold calling as well, which you can check out, one of which involves an easy trick to call twice. Call, they don't answer. Call again, you will get answers, all right? And um, I teach that in the other video as well as a simple script to follow. But again, the SLAP formula works very well for cold calling. So approach number three is to use those letters the door. You can use mine that are included in the battle pack and, or create your own. So quick summary, when you're the 17th or 20th roofer at the door, what can you do? Remember the fundamentals don't change. Use the slap formula in focus with the slap formula. Say hi, break the ice. Let them know why you're there. Ask an open ended question. The whole goal is to start a conversation, not to say I'm going to do an inspection and get to yes. Your goal isn't to go from, I just met you to I want to get you at my house and in bed like the date. My whole goal is to, Hey, I'm here. Let's talk. What's up? Can I help? How can I help? Can I get on your roof? Let's go over everything. Let's talk about it. Here are your options. Oh, would you like to choose me? All right, that's the right approach. So fundamentals don't change. Two, tell the homeowner what they've experienced. Hey, I'm guessing you've experienced a bunch of roofers here that have showed up. They've been forceful. They've told you exactly how they're gonna jump up on your roof right now. They're gonna do an inspection. They're gonna help you file a claim. They're gonna do it for what the insurance paid. And they're gonna wanna have you sign this piece of paper right now. Does that sound about right? They're gonna laugh, by the way, which leads us to using humor is the third approach. Okay, be playful. Hey, I'm the 17th through for here. By the looks of it, I thought I'd be number 50, right? Or say, hey, I'm the 17th through for here, and I guess I'm, I'm 17 of soon to be 100, but I can help you put a stop to that. That is some humor, and you've captured their attention. And again, using that potentially, if you wish, a no soliciting sign only to hang up after you win the business and stake that yard sign and let them know what could happen. Number four, use the tired to roofers at your door letter if that's included in the battle pack or you can create your own. And number five is focus on staying in conversation and building trust. And remember, no one's going to let you on that roof till they trust you. So don't go in for the kill right away. Start the conversation first by showing that customer the experience that you're just there to have a conversation. You're going to build trust, build rapport, and then you can progress through your offer to get up on the roof, show them what you find. You be the judge, Mr. Homeowner, and I'll walk you through your options even if you choose to work with someone else. The illusion of control, putting their guard down and building trust. Now I do hope that by following these strategies that I've laid out in this video will help you break through that barrier the very next time you're at the door is the 17th through for the 20th, the 25th. It does not matter because yes, you will when you use this approach. So if you liked this video, it's a little bit new format I've done, give it a thumbs up, that'll tell me to do more of them. And drop a comment below if there's any other obstacles that I didn't address in this video because it might inspire a future one. Thanks for joining me and just because this video is about to wrap up doesn't mean our time together should end. Click on this video for an entire, excuse me, on this little card here for an entire playlist on overcoming objections that you might face and then click here to download a free copy of my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library. I'll see you in the next one.